Hello and welcome to the Succession Easters. The Succession Easters! <laughs> a weekly podcast recapping and discussing the award-winning HBO TV show Succession. I'm Mike Munzer, a producer, podcaster and Succession obsessive. And I'm Anna Bogutska, a writer, broadcaster and Succession superfan. And on this podcast, we've been taking you through the high highs and the lowest of lows of the Roy family saga every single week recapping every episode of Succession's fourth and final season which is coming to an end and airing on HBO in the US and Sky and Now TV in the UK. This week we're doing something a little bit different in preparation for the series finale this Sunday night or Monday if you're in the UK. We're going to be doing a little bonus episode diving into our predictions. How do we think Succession is going to end? Um... I mean, we had to do this, Anna, right? And also, you're back from Cannes now. You're probably a little bit more well-rested. It's a good chance to maybe have a little bonus chat, right? That's true. All I've done for the past... A couple of hours. I only came back last night. We're recording this on Friday. I came back yesterday at around 1am in the morning. So, and all I did on the journey, Mike, was listen to every single other succession podcast I could find (laughs) and read every single article, conspiracy theories. And all I've been doing this morning as I went about my business, unpacked, made lunch, all this stuff is watch YouTube videos <laughs> about conspiracy theories about the succession finale. Amazing. So I am primed. I am in the like the vortex of conspiracy theories and possibilities of the succession finale. I'm going to the finale screening at the BFI over the weekend. I am just like, oh. I am ready. I am ready for this shit. We're so ready, right? And actually, we should say before we get started, uh, we're also going to be doing a special live stream of our episode episode uh discussing the finale right because we thought that'd be a fun excuse to do something live online hopefully people can watch and they can join in the discussion as well right so on monday this monday coming which is i believe is it the 29th 26th yeah on monday the 29th uh of may at 8 p.m uk time that's british summertime uh anna and i will be going live on youtube to discuss our thoughts on this finale episode anna will have seen it at 2 a.m the night before so you know again you'll be nice and well rested i'm sure by the time we go live i'm gonna take a nap i'll take a i'll take a power nap before we record before we go live and honestly i i think it's 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 gonna be a ton of fun it's gonna be a great way for um people to see the hatred on my face when we talk about whatever happens to gregory when we talk about how greg might be the ceo we'll get into that seriously and also two minutes it's been two minutes and also just as a disclaimer before we get into this in case anyone's worried me and anna don't officially know anything about what happens in this finale right everything we're saying is pure speculation we know as much as any of you listening so we're going to talk about theories and predictions we might be in fact we probably will be completely wrong about this so we're not actually able to spoil anything from the finale yeah it is well-known HBO policy and has been for I think the duration of the show to never share the final episode so even critics and people covering the show are not privy to what happens at the end and I think the secrecy for obviously the series finale as Mm. well as the season finale is just multiplied by like a thousand yes so we know nothing this is pure speculation there is a ton of stuff on the internet talking about predictions possibilities 
families, winners and losers, and all the good stuff about the the enjoyment、mm. uh, or the suffering through succession. So we figured, you know, why not suffer? In public, I think why so. Not, I think why not、so. join in on the trauma of our, you know, <laughs> one of our favorite shows of the last, I don't know, decade at least for me, ending and being a part of a the cultural conversation in such a big, such a big way. And then, and I think it's always fun. I mean, people who listen to me and you on Hello Sydney、uh, will probably know that it's always quite fun to go back and look at how wrong we were in our、oh, yes. predictions too, right? Because、yes. you know, most of the time, me and Anna are pretty wrong about this kind of thing. So. That will be fun to go back and and look at when we do our live stream on Monday as well. I mean, in general, I hate being wrong about anything, as、yeah. you know. And generally, I never am. No, except... no you rarely are. Yeah. <laughs> except in this case, in the case of the screen movies, or in the case of Succession, some of the predictions that I've jotted down that you know that I. Think might happen. I actually genuinely am rooting against myself. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong about everything. <laughs> well, I wonder if we should talk, start by talking about、mm. the question that I feel like has sort of been lingering over this show since it began, which is: Will there be a quote-unquote winner? Anna, like, do you think is that what this show even is ultimately? Now that we've reached the end of it, is like Kendall or is Shiv or is Roman or is someone else going to come? Out on top as the quote unquote winner of succession. What do you think? Short answer: No. Long answer: I think it's a reductive question for what the show is. I think that's a question we definitely. Like could have easily asked at the beginning of the show because that's ostensibly the premise. Like, who's gonna succeed Logan Roy? Who's gonna inherit Waystar and his and his empire? That is no longer and has not been the point for a while, and it has kind of revealed itself to not be the point. I think, you know, the company is essentially a MacGuffin. Like, we don't、yeah. actually care about who's gonna be. The big CEO in charge, because that's not really the dynamic that has had us all so wrapped and so、mm. and kind of has propelled this discursive global watching of the show. So, frankly,、uh, as much as we've enjoyed doing the MVPs and the winners and losers of each episode, I don't fundamentally think that there is it's a show that's concerned about who will quote unquote win, because frankly, whoever ends up in the CEO job is irrelevant. They're all、yeah. losers. <laughs> losing because they are all so damaged and so fractured, and this pursuit of power and position and ownership over their father's love and their father's legacy is just fractured them even more. So, frankly, by the end of it, it's like who has lost the least? <laughs> right, think, is、I、the、agree. thing I'm looking for. I agree, and also I think the point that the show keeps making over and over again is that whoever. Does quote unquote win Waystar? As in, who becomes the CEO isn't the winner, right?、Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think that's what's been interesting from week to week when we've done our little who's winner, who's MVP, because there might be a certain character who technically comes out on top because they've just managed to land a promotion or they've just managed to get one over on someone, but ultimately we know it's at the sacrifice of their happiness or their personal life or something else, right? And I feel like. 
I have a few thoughts and predictions of who I think might become CEO, but I think that also ultimately means they are not going to be the winner, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's the that's the difference as well is that you know what when this show started is that we we kind of thought it was going to set set itself up to be who is going to succeed Logan Roy, who is going to run Waystar and therefore who will win. But actually that's not the case, right? I think whoever wins Waystar is is ultimately not going to be the winner of the show. Yeah. It's very like the ending of The Social Network. Sorry, spoilers for The Social Network. (laughs) Let's do a little pause for a film from 2010. Uh, You know, at the end of Social Network, when Zuckerberg is just wins the case, has the major company mm-hmm. and is left refreshing the Facebook page of the girl he who dumped him. Uh, it's that thing of you win, but do you really win? Exactly. I think that's that's Waste Iroko. That's what it actually is. It's a poison chalice. That is that is exactly it. It's the poison chalice, right? So so that's going to be interesting to see. Um, another burning question, I suppose, and maybe we can get into this when we go into specifics, but do we think anyone else will die, right? People often have theories that Kendall will die mm. before the end of the show. We speculated at the end of the last episode, is Roman going to die? Mm-hmm. Do you think the show will kill off another main character after logan i think it's a really it's a real possibility and i don't actually think it's going to be kendall because at this stage she's had enough wins and has pulled himself back together and reconstructed himself into this sort of frankenstein's monster variant of his father where Mm. he's doing a lot of the same things but kind of um even even nastier He's yeah. really replicating the mean streak of Logan here, um, but within this new set of circumstances, instead of just trying to be literally a carbon copy of his dad. Uh, so I don't think Kendall is in that space. And we, you know, I have some thoughts about what will, what might happen to him, but I don't think he's the one who would die. I, I would be surprised if uh, that was the end of Roman. Mm. But I am a bit worried that that like intense masochistic streak that he has will end up perhaps um, seriously hurting him. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm i going to predict that I don't think anyone else is going to die. I th- mm. I feel like this show is not that kind of a show. I'm not sure that it will end on that big dramatic note of somebody dying, you know. Even when Logan died, it was done in such an interestingly weird, low-key kind of way where it's kind of like a phone call and we don't really see it happen. And and I feel like this episode is going to be concerned elsewhere rather than giving us another big dramatic moment like that. So I'm going to, again, I'm probably going to be very wrong, but I'm going to predict no one is going to die in in the final episode. I think our big death mm. was Logan Roy. And I, think I that's agree. It. Yeah. It's not really, it's not really a serious concern with death. Like we've had the, the, and it does a lot with what happens after the death, like the death of the waiter yes. uh, in season one. It's more one. about the minutiae, isn't Exa- it? It's and the like, consequences, yeah. like the emotional, yeah. moral consequences of that. Um, you know, the waiter in season one and obviously Logan in this season. So yeah, I agree with you. I don't think anybody's going to die, but I think Roman might get very, very hurt. Yes, agreed, agreed. Um, Here's an interesting question. Will there be a time jump? Because of course, season four is almost taking us day by day. So it's really only been about a week since Logan died in episode three, right? The whole of this, this season has kind of almost been going in real time day by day, give or take. 
do you think that this final episode is just going to be the next day after the funeral or are we going to see a time jump? Okay, so this was one of my theories that you've made into a question. Yeah. But it, yeah, that's that's my point. I think there might be a real possibility that we do. Now, following the structure of the season, I doubt it. Uh, and also, uh, there have been people who have said that the whole season is structured as, uh, you know, one episode is one day. And I don't really see the need to deviate from that. It's more wishful thinking on my side. I am, I don't think there will be a time jump, but I, I am wishing for a time jump. Mainly because I want to, in the vein of Parks and Rec, say goodbye to all these characters and know what happens to them. Also, yeah. maybe find out just how messed up is Tom and Shiv's kid in like right. 10, 15 or 20 years time. Yeah. That yeah. would be awesome for me, but I don't actually think it makes narrative sense. But I have heard and read quite a few people who also share not the wishing for it, but the thinking that they might just do they might do a time jump mm. at the end. So I think I think that's a valid theory. I don't I don't personally think it will happen, uh, but I would love it if it did. The interesting thing I found, Anna, that's that's remained sort of ambiguous by the sounds of it from what I've read, is that Jesse Armstrong almost made it sound like he decided at the end of season four that he wasn't going to do any more. Like he, like he hadn't thought in advance that this was going to be the last season. Like he got to the end of it and then thought, no, let's end it there kind of thing. Now, he has made mm. it out to sound a bit like that in interviews. Whether or not that's actually the case, I don't know. Because would he really have killed Logan Roy off in season four with the thought that it might still continue for another season or two? I don't know, you know? Or did he always know in his head that this was going to be the end? And if so, you know, he just kind of kept that quiet and subtle as he went, right? But I think that's the other thing that strikes me about this i think if jesse armstrong knew from writing season four this was the end i think it's more likely to have some sort of time jump maybe maybe not a massive mm. one maybe just like a month mm. or something um but but if this was just another season of the show and he didn't decide until after he'd finished it that he wasn't going to do any more it's very possible that this just could be the next day and and it just follows the 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 usual structure of season 4 which is okay just another day here's a board meeting here's a whatever you know and uh, and it doesn't give us any kind of ultimate closure i suppose which i think is a distinct possibility with succession I don't yeah know. i don't think we're gonna get the cookie cutter closer that say we got with parks and rec um it's not that no, kind of show it's not gonna be that i i want that beautiful six feet under ending yeah. where it <laughs> gives us a montage with some seer music and shows us what happens to every character at the end but we're not gonna get that no but i do i do think i don't think jesse armstrong is the kind of writer that does any he does stuff deliberately so he did he has said that he and his writers figured out that this was this felt like the right moment to end it so it is the ending i've also heard that he is like at events and an interview sort of been like well you know if it were to continue this is the stuff that would happen which again just makes you wish that there was more seasons but i fully actually respect that it's a it's a story then and i think you know anyone who is a writer who's listening to this will recognize this feeling of you know, sometimes you start a story and you know what it is, but the ending has to reveal itself to you as you go along. Mm. And this, I think, is, you know, I'm paraphrasing what I've heard and read in interviews with, you know, Jesse Armstrong, Lucy Preble, other writers on Succession, where they've kind of said that, well, it just, it felt like the right time. And they were writing the ending. So I, re I really doubt that there was any kind of, you know, 
oh, we're going to, we decided to finish Succession after we'd already finished the scripts for season four. I think they were writing with intention okay. to finish it this season. Like okay. 100%. Yeah. Well, that's, that's at least kind of gives you a hope that it's going to bring it to whatever conclusion Jesse Armstrong thought was right for this show, right? Whether totally. that is something that is tying everything up in a neat little bow, probably not going to be that. Or it gives us some kind of ending that at least feels like the perfect ending to a show like Succession, right? Um, yeah, I don't think... Any number of things. I don't you know? think this is a Vice and Benioff type situation where they're like, <laughs> well, let's just like chuck some fucking dragons at it and do this and it this was other brand thing. Along. Yeah, and like this, yeah. this dipshit is gonna be the new king because like I just can't be bothered thinking about the logic or the characters that I've spent seven years developing. I don't think it's that. Mm. I really, no. I, I trust Armstrong and his writers way more um, than than anyone like that who's just like, oh, I guess, I guess this is what happens. Um, I think they've got a plan. 100% agree with you. So this leads us on to the big burning question, I suppose, and then maybe we can get into some character specifics. The big question is, who will become the new CER of Waystar, Anna? I just... I- Sorry, I just, I don't think it's a thing at all. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah. No, I, like I said before, I think it's the, it's the MacGuffin of the whole show. Mm-hmm. I don't, literally could not give a shit who ends up running Waystar because it, they're not Logan Roy. And frankly, the most exciting part of the show is not who gets a job because these people are not very good at their jobs anyway. And at that level of kind of corporate machinations and stuff, it's the machinations that matter more. Like the, you know, the the question for the, the big question for the finale is, will the deal go ahead or not? And we've spent the entirety of the, of the fourth season leading up to, oh, will Matson go ahead with the deal? Will he get it through? And the implications of that, or will it be blocked by Mencken and the implications of that, or will it be approved by Mencken and the other set of implications of that? So, but that's, I I genuinely don't think it's the most interesting thing. Uh, I think it's kind of one of the secondary questions for me. And, you know, who's the CEO? Because I'm like, well, I mean, whoever it is, good luck, good riddance to them, because they've got it's the shittest job really (laughs) yeah no totally i think i think it's more that it's a catalyst right to other emotional arcs that are gonna maybe come to some sort of close or or climax based on that right because i agree with you that whoever becomes the ceo of waystar isn't that important to the show or to us but whoever becomes the ceo is so important to these three characters it's what they do to themselves and to each other to get yes right so in a way you're right it's a MacGuffin, Mm. it's a catalyst but it may be the means to an end for how these characters arcs conclude next week right oh yeah yeah and this is this is what i find so interesting so the answer uh to the question is i don't care yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) what i what i care is what happens while they try to decide or become the new CEO Mm. because I'm much more interested in like Kendall becoming the new Darth Vader or Greg failing upwards to the very very top which you know is one of my one of my theories and I hate myself for it and but I can see it yeah I can see it um or or you know those are kind of the two clear possibilities so you know maybe it's maybe it's the right moment to actually talk about two of those well it's three theories right three predictions 
uh, rolled into one, uh, if I may. So yeah. one of them that's been going around a lot is will Greg become the CEO, effectively making the Roys lose control of the company in every single possible sense, because Gojo will own the majority of it. They will have a bunch of money and will be ousted from the company and they're no longer kind of in their employ or in positions of control of the company, either shareholders or as, you know, um, executives. I hate this <laughs> so much, Mike. <laughs> I cannot express the chills that are going down my spine yeah. as I even utter these words yeah. because it will confirm everything that I hate about this world yep. and the way that it works where little like <laughs> if you could see Anna right now <laughs> where little talentless scum can weasel their way into positions of power into wealth and a high status yeah. by just by actively being shit at everything they do. By being shit humans, by being shit professionals, by being shitty shitties. And I think uh, narratively, I, I'd love to hear what you think, because narratively it makes such perfect sense. Because we start the season with Greg... like puking in the park he's the he's at the very very bottom of the yep. waystar hierarchy and him ending up being the ceo which you know relatively shammy position considering the menken matson potential alliance vibes yep. that we got going on from last episode and it would just confirm that the world is a horrible place that benefits and is built around benefiting the gregs of the world and i hate it i i hate it yeah. so much and yet it would make so much sense i agree with you i think it would be a really dark horrible ending to the show but i think it does make narrative sense exactly as you said in some ways greg was our audience surrogate way into this world mm -hmm. it kind of the mm -hmm. show began season one episode one with him entering this world right into this yeah. family and we've seen him as you've put put it perfectly fail upwards over and over again he's a slime ball he's a snake he has slowly been corrupted in that kind of shakespearean tragedy way where he, he he was always a dope but he basically seemed like not a terrible human compared to the others in season one and now he is the character who i think we and most of the rest of the world who watch this show loathe more than anyone else he's become th somehow the absolute worst of the worst human beings and for that them to meet he gets crowned the king sort of makes thematic sense and that yeah, yeah. It, it is going to be this mediocre white man who just happened to kiss up to the right people you know we know that Matson kind of likes him and has started confiding yes. in him right and he, we know that he does whatever he can to end up on top it, it it's horrible it's a really horrible idea but I agree with you it it could happen. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Have you, Mike, without naming names, obviously, yeah. have you ever met any Gregs <laughs> in it, your life? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I can think so of at least I. two in my head right now, <laughs> in fact. Right now. And have um, they always failed upwards? Yes, yes, yes. Like, they will find a way to rise to the top, even though I've never met anyone that thinks they are competent at what they do, 
or even that nice a person, really. But yet somehow they've weaseled their way through to probably earning way more money than I do or anyone else I know. Me does. too. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty horrible, right? It's pretty horrible, but it's the world we live in. Honestly, but it, uh, that's my prediction. Interesting. Interesting. My wish, really, is that Greg gets run over by a bus or gets run over by a bus full of the um, workers from the amusement park who are going to do the same job that he was doing in the first season. Yeah. A bus full of dotterings. I mean, I think whatever happens, I think Greg will end up in a very good position by the end of this. If not CEO, I think he will end up being like some kind of right-hand man of whoever is at the top, sadly. I would not be surprised if that's the case. Um, I know you're right, and I hate it so much. I I think I'm leaning more towards, and maybe it's just slightly wishful thinking because I don't want this to happen to Greg. So I think I'm leaning more towards one of the siblings becoming the CEO. Uh, And... I'm torn personally. I know that the, people are saying it could be Kendall, it could be Greg. I'm also thinking there's a possibility it could be Shiv because I think there's this... That what I'm becoming more aware of now as this season has gone on is like what we talked about last week, Anna, about this kind of... this this kind of poison that's dripping down through the family tree, right? This kind of uh, uh, cycle of abuse, cycle of trauma repeating itself. Mm-hmm. Kendall and Shiv are the two that have children, right? And and I feel yes. like more and more the program might be might be leaning more into this idea that Kendall might become this Darth Vader, you know, he might become some sort of new equivalent of his father, but we'll lose everything in the process. We'll lose his children, we'll lose everyone who's important in his life. And it will be this really, really kind of bittersweet, I suppose is an understatement, but a way to kind of say, yes, he achieved what he's ultimately been wanting since season one, but at what cost, right? He's going to, like, I could almost see, and I think I've seen somebody mention this, that it could end with him standing on the roof of that building again, looking out at his empire. Yes. But, oh my God, I love that. But with sad, sad Kendall Roy face, right? Because, oh, I finally got what I want. And he's I, at the top of the mountain. And but I he's feel alone. like shit. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm alone. Yeah. I think that's a very distinct possibility. I think also it's possible with Shiv too. If if Shiv manages to make her plan happen, which is that Matson makes her the American CEO, I feel like it could also end on this really dread-inducing note of she's pregnant she's about to have a baby and oh my god she's gonna be you know she's gonna become this kind of monstrous absent parent Mm. and the whole Mm. thing is just gonna repeat itself you know i have Um, a theory about that i first of all i love that image of sad sad ken becoming ceo getting to the top of the mountain and the top of the mountain is just him yeah and one thing that i think might happen and we've already had a lot of hints is that rava severs ties between him and his children like taking out a restraining order getting sole custody or something that is very final yeah and he has been so distraught over her you know taking the kids away or not being involved in his life in their lives Mm -hmm. you know the seeds of him being an absent dad have been planted for a very long time and i think they're coming to perhaps to a head of he is making his choice and he's making the same choices his dad made really Yeah. yeah and with shiv my my prediction for this is that there is absolutely no way in hell that Chip's going to become CEO. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think Matson's going to fuck her over. Yeah. Why? Because everyone's fucked her over so far. Yeah. And because her, you know, she's good as the advisor. Yeah. She's been very good advising Matson on stuff, but she has 
repeatedly fucked up every chance that she's had at actually wielding power. And she's been very easily been kept busy by busy work. Mm. And that, you know, and she's placing her trust and has consistently placed the trust in men who do not give a shit about her succeeding and do not believe that she can do the thing that she says she can do. So I think she's going to get fucked over. And as you were talking, I was imagining, oh God, what if we get a repeat of the episode eight shrug from Greg? Imagine if he becomes CEO and he just like shrugs, catches Shiv's eye and just has one of those little punchable little fucking sparks. But the other thing, and I think you, you, you're very right when you mentioned this, I think Shiv is going to be stuck by becoming uh by repeating her mom's actions yes she's now and kind of the the worst possible outcome in a way for shiv is that she's now having a baby and she's been making so many jokes in the last episode about repeating her mom's mistakes about being absent about not giving a shit getting a vanity cesarean about working but if she's ousted from waystar Mm -hmm. she will have none of that yeah she won't have that career. She's not career woman, you know, Shiv fucking Roy as she introduces herself at some point early on in the series. Mm. She will be defined by her gender, by her womanhood, by her pregnancy. Yeah. Which is the thing that I think she would hate the most. Yeah. And I think at least an element of that will transpire. You know, she might move forward with her relationship with Tom. Mm-hmm. But I think she will be stuck in this middle ground of oh i you know i could have been mm. i could have been a contender yeah but instead i'm just another rich woman with a kid i'm not siobhan roy i'm just a woman yeah and i think that would absolutely kill her because she is just the girl roy yeah. and and i'm using kind of heavy air quotes here and that would just be devastating. I think similarly to Kendall be having his kids taken away and being at the top of the mountain by himself, the worst thing that could happen to Shiv is you're just a girl. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that there's, you know, we've talked about this throughout this season of, you know, why did they make Shiv pregnant? And I, we hope there's a good story reason as to why they made Shiv pregnant. And I feel like there might be some something about that that plays into this finale and and hints at what her future is you know that that maybe it's going to go one way or the other like you said that maybe she will end up ousted from everything and and reduced to this person that she didn't want to be or it's going to be that yeah like maybe she does find some sort of career success maybe not ceo but some kind of career success and it the show just kind of gives us that nugget of here we go again, like another monstrous parent that is going to fuck up their child, right? And this is how it continues. Um, and 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 do you think that the siblings will end on a, a, a kind of united front note, right? Like uh, that's another kind of big theme to this show, right? Is that they come together, they spread apart, they come together, they fall apart. Mm-hmm. We saw them at the best mm-hmm. place the three of them have ever been as a team at the beginning of season four, right? How do you think mm-hmm. it's going to end in terms of their relationships to each other? It's difficult. Do you think they're going to be Logan and Ewan? Are they? Because uh, I, I wonder as well if there's almost an element of that, if it's leaning towards them completely becoming alienated from I each other. I think there's a very clear now, there's two fronts now. There's Shiv and there's Kendall. Right. Kendall wants to keep control of Waystar. Shiv wants it to sell so she can be the the placeholder American CEO. 
Roman somewhere like fucked up over to the side yeah. there. The thing is, and I think this might be a good way to bring in um, baby girl Roman. It's he is now kind of in that in between because he has fallen from grace and every single kind of in a corporate yeah. way. But he's the one who, when he needs them, he pulls them in and they come together. So I think what they have achieved, which is very different from the previous seasons, is that they are there for each other emotionally. They're there for each other as siblings. But that does not impede them individually from fucking each other over in business. So it's a kind of yes and no. Mm -hmm. And I really want to hear what you think because I'm I'm kind of in that yes and no thing. Like I think there will be united as family, definitely not in the same way as Logan and Ewan, and Ewan, because frankly they do not have the massive divide that Ewan and Logan did. And as an aside, if you haven't, please go read the James Cromwell interview at Vulture, where he talks. It's a very long interview, and he talks extensively about his, th- his thoughts about Ewan and the divide that they had, and the kind of the rift, the deep emotional rift, unsalvageable rift that they had as brothers, uh, that essentially made them into such different individuals. Um, and I don't think the Sips have that. I think their their experience of the world has been much more similar. So they all and they're unified by their lack of validation from their father. So they always have this one monster in common. And even after his passing, they're still united by that. But they still they they cannot they cannot divvy up the toy box which will always keep them separate. Yeah, it's a really hard one to predict because they have such a strange relationship, the three of them. You know, you, you'd think by the way that that election night episode ended that they were all going to be at absolute war with each other. But then the next episode at the funeral, they were all kind of getting on okay-ish, right? And uh, I and the Roman stuff is the hardest one to predict. Like, I really don't... The way that Roman ended... You know, the way that it ended with Roman last week, it's like, I have absolutely no idea what kind of a state Roman will be in in this finale. You know, is he going to be at his absolute lowest state? Is he going to be finding a way to claw everything back? Is he going to be absolutely, you know, choosing chaos meltdown mode where he just wants to destroy everything for everyone because he's in a destructive place? You know, I feel like any of those possibilities Mm. could happen. Um he could be the loose cannon that ends up destroying the relationship between all three of them or he could be the one that mends it like you said because he that's kind of what he's been from the beginning so yeah it's so hard to know that's that's going to be a really interesting thing to see i think you know these mm. three incredible fucked up characters and how and you know again like we talked about it so much and how things would be so much better for them if they stopped trying to screw each other over and work together as a team and yet they've always been incapable of it over and over again so yeah i just i can't wait to see what kind of a place the three of them are at together Mm. by the time this show ends it's going to be a hard one to predict same absolutely same and speaking of relationships what about Shiv and Tom. Have you got any predictions for where these two might end up? I do. I think they're gonna they're getting back together. Yeah, it's possible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I I think it's we've spent so much time with Shiv and Tom in the lead up to the finale mm. that I actually think they. I mean, it's a horrible reason to keep a marriage together, but a child does change everything. Yeah. And it's it's the thing that Tom has wanted 
begged for for several seasons. Mm-hmm. And I think despite his sleazy nature, there is like a Midwestern good boy thing that Tom has. Yeah. I think I don't think Shiv would block him from yeah. the kid. And I don't think he would want to not be there yeah. for the child. So I think they're getting back together. I think they're stuck in the cycle of toxicity. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think they will get back together because I think ultimately, and especially if Shiv loses everything else, mm. I feel like if Shiv, if Shiv loses all these professional opportunities, the first thing she's going to want to do is get Tom back, I think. Yes. You know, like we've seen her do that over and over again. And yeah, I think you're right. I think that will happen. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, there's there's several questions there, right? Because it's like, mm. will they get back together? Should they get back together? And will they get back together for a bit? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, will they get back together? Yes. Should they? I think no. I think that they are very, very bad for each other. <laughs> yeah. uh, and will they get back together for a bit? Yeah, probably. I think what, what I imagine happening is that the same thing, again, I think, I think that the, the overall idea of this show is going to be that everything just keeps looping back and forth, back and forward. And I think that maybe we're going to see them in a place where they are temporarily getting on and having sex with each other again. But with that added kind of dread-inducing hint that it's only a matter of time before they fuck each mm. other over mm. once again, right? And that that cycle is just going to keep happening over and over again. I think they're better off apart. I think they should get a divorce personally, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think you're right. I think they're going to get back together. I do think, you know, you mentioned this and I think it's very insightful that Shiv, if she loses the CEO job again... Yes. <laughs> I'm shaking my head here. Yeah. Um, if she loses that CEO job again and she's once again kind of in a bad place, a mess, as she's called herself several times over, that's when traditionally Tom sweeps in. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. even when they met, she was in a difficult place. Yeah. And then consistently over the fourth season, when they started like having sex together again, she's constantly told him, I'm at my lowest ebb. My dad just died. All these other things are happening. Like if that happens to her again, the pool mm. of Tom will be again super strong. Like she, they're gonna keep coming back together again and hurting each other. Um, and I think partly it's also because of that Shiv gravitates towards him when she's in a bad place. Yeah, and he kind of exploits it too when she's in a bad place. Yeah. Like I could see again. Yeah, you can almost picture in your head like. Kendall winning out, screwing Shiv over, Shiv storming out of a beating room, emotional mm. and angry, and Tom just, like, putting his arms around her, and that's the last mm. time we see them almost, you know? Like, it wouldn't be surprised if it is something like that. <laughs> do you think... And again, I know, horrible. And do you think... Do you, and again, this isn't exactly a burning question, really, but just out of interest, what do you think is going to become of Tom's career? Is he going to stay as the head of ATN, do you think? I don't think he's going to stay as the head of ATN. <laughs> I think some I I don't know anything. I was gonna say I don't know enough. I let's be real. I don't know anything about American <laughs> politics or the American electoral system. So I shall not be uh, passing judgment or informed opinions on that. However, I don't think he's gonna get away as scot free 
yeah. from the whole ATN calling the election thing. Yes. I think he is now, and you know, in the last episode, he was very bullish about like, I want the credit. If mm. I'm going to be going down, I want to go down as a top dog. Yes. <laughs> I think that's going to come back and be a thing in the finale. I think there will be consequences to that. Again, because I don't know anything about American politics. I don't know what the consequences might be, but I'm hopeful that the show will explain them to me. Yeah. And again, this is another thing that I think is interesting about this show is do characters suffer consequences for their actions and do mm. they not right and another another thing yes. that people have been right theorizing yes. on from the very beginning is kendall's manslaughter ever yes. gonna come back or become a thing yeah so i put this in the notes because yeah. i've been thinking about this since season one yeah and i think it will come out i think something will happen and i think it's the only thing out of all the shit he's done i think it's the only thing that can actually kill kendall's rise <gasps> shiv you could imagine shiv using it because she knows right that's and colin knows as well colin knows and i could imagine shiv using that as her smoking gun as a last resort like she did with that open letter too many people yeah. know yeah, too many people know at this point for it to not be a thing. And I think it's 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 one of those things that you just, no matter how much money you have, I mean, I guess it didn't really affect the Kennedys that much. But, yeah. you know, it is, if it becomes public knowledge and there's receipts of like paying off the family and all this stuff and there's Colin it's too it's too much i think that would i think that would kill kendall it's interesting i almost don't know like i almost wonder if the show went really cynical that it kind of shows that maybe it does come out but it doesn't affect him you know i think there's i think mm. there's also this possibility that maybe maybe either it doesn't come out because the point is there are no consequences for somebody like kendall mm. or it does come out but it still doesn't affect the board's decision let's say mm. to crown him ceo you know like i don't know that would be the again the really dark depressing ending to a story like that but i i really don't know i think it could go one of two ways when it comes to that man like, like manslaughter I, I almost feel like would it be too neat that that comes out in the final episode and that's it that's his fall from grace i'm not sure mm. i'm not sure it's oh, gonna be yeah, hard to I see. see your point i don't know i almost wish that it does i hope that it i i think i think it would also make you know okay here's a here's a live like i just got this idea what if what about this what about this kendall becomes ceo right He's at the top of a mountain. He's at the top of the Waystar building. He's looking down. He's like, I did it. Rava gets a restraining order against him. He's never seeing his kids again until they're like 18. Mm. He's by himself. His family hates him. He's got his little dog dogs around, like including Hugo and Colin <laughs> and stuff. Yes. Um, he's elected a fascist Nazi into the presidency. Mm -hmm. Like things are looking good, but also terrible for mm. Ken. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, and then someone either Shiv because she's been fucked over again or Shiv and Colin reveal the fact that um, Kendall, uh, the, the Kendall's manslaughter thing and the fact that he was never tried and that they paid off the family and they swept it under the rug. It's obfuscation of justice, all this like good shit. And because of that, Greg becomes CEO. Oof. Yeah, it's very, very possible. It's very, very possible. I hope it doesn't not happen, by the way. I really hope it doesn't. <laughs> um, here's, here's another big burning question I have, Anna. What is going to become of Mondale the dog? <laughs> because poor Mondale. Who's checking in on Mondale? No one has checked in on Mondale. Mondale has not been walked or fed for the entirety of the season. Shiv what if Shiv and Tom 
get cancelled because of their mistreatment of Mondale, which would be fair and justified. Absolutely justified. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Justice for Mondale. Ju- poor Mondale. I know. Honestly. These poor things. They just, they should not be, like, I mean, this is the other thing, you know, children, animals, they should not be in charge of children or animals. No Roy should be allowed to own a pet. I no. think there should be a law. Because remember what happened with Kendall and the rabbits? Oh. Not good news. Not good news. As a rabbit owner, that was a real turning point in oh, my uh, in my opinion of Kendall Roy. But yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, no, it's true. Absolutely not. They should not be uh, uh, you know looking after any living thing whatsoever. Basically, but one thing we haven't, we've only obliquely discussed, and I wanted to ask you, um, what do you think will happen with Roman? It's the hardest one to predict, isn't it? I really, really mm. don't know. Like I said, I think there it, it's, it could go one of two ways where, you know, this show tends to show people at their lowest point and then maybe an episode or two later they can bounce back and end up somehow on top and vice mm. versa, right? I think it's... There, so there, I mm. think there are two possibilities. I think he can find a way to claw himself back to some semblance of happiness or or something where maybe he finds a way to bridge the rift between Shiv and Kendall and bring the three of them together in some way. Mm-hmm. Or he goes into complete meltdown Joker mode and just wants to see the world burn like he kind of seemed to be at the end of last episode and he decides he wants to mm. destroy all of it because nothing matters in his words. Fuck the country, fuck the business. Maybe he decides he's going to destroy Matson. He's going to destroy his own siblings. He's going to destroy everything. I also think that's a distinct possibility, you know, and I, I have no idea which one of those two ways it's going to go. I don't know. What do you think? I, wanna, I can see both those ways. I also want to add a third one in. Yeah. What if he destroys himself? Yeah. I, it, you know, he destroys his siblings, but mostly himself, leaves the family leaves the business, never speaks to them again, goes somewhere else. And possibly Roman is not really like a drug and drinks kind of person, but I think he might. And as we see at the end of the episode, put himself deliberately in a dangerous situation where he just gets like the shit beat out of him or he gets killed or, you know, runs into traffic or something like that. And things end really badly for him. And kind of by his own self-destructive impulses. I think I think kind of Roman's breakdown at the end of last episode really puts him on the very low ebb. Yes. And compared to who he was, kind of this almost buffoony, kind of, you know, uh prince of the Roy family, he's we have not seen him interact with anyone outside of Matson, Menken, and the company people. Yeah. Yeah. He, there's no, you know, fake girlfriend or real girlfriend. There's no Jerry. There's like he's pushed everyone away. And now his breakdown pushed the remainder of people away. And I think perhaps if he fucks over the sibs in some way and then tries to self-destruct himself, then there's I, I think he's kind of low enough that he... I think that thing that he said very uh, throughout the the season several times of, you know, I'm gone, I'm dead, I'm mm-hmm. no longer here. Mm-hmm. I think there's too many elements of that that have been dropped in to be ignored. Yeah. And I think he is at his lowest emotional ebb. Yes, I completely agree with you. I t- yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens to Roman because I feel like he's... 
always the most unpredictable one of the three of them, you know, and I don't know, I really don't know where it's going to go, especially the way they ended it with him last week. So, mm. yeah, we'll have to see. And, and uh, do you think they're going to resolve? I've got a feeling they won't. Will we get any um, resolving of did Mencken win the election and, you know, all of the politics? You know, do you think that, that any of that is going to be resolved in this episode? I think so. I think we'll know for sure. I mean, again kind of depends on the um, time jump of it all right because kind of an investigator again not an expert on electoral um, policies or mechanisms in the states but from what i understand from the show it would take a few months of investigation for them to determine whether it's a legitimate presidency or not and for him to get you know sworn into office and all that stuff if we do jump ahead or if there's some sort of like confirmation of that then yeah that's that's solidified he's the president yeah yeah it's going to be interesting to see and if he and but if he isn't you know there is also this possibility that waystar atn the reputation everything that this whole company could be destroyed Mm. reputation wise Mm. and i think that's another possibility right that ultimately these three not serious people took over and completely Mm -hmm. destroyed everything that logan had spent his life building as well I, i would not be surprised if that also comes out of where you know where we end up in the finale um and whether or not matson actually acquires atn as well uh, and and acquires yeah. waystar do we think that will happen so hard I, to tell so this is again this is kind of the thing right where it matters but also it doesn't yeah. kind of matter um and this is i actually don't have uh any particular feeling on that because it is so split down the middle so perfectly split down the middle by the last couple of episodes that i I literally it could land either way yeah i agree i think you know the in a way the selling of waystar kind of brings narratively something to an end doesn't it because it's kind of like well it's Mm -hmm, no longer mm -hmm. theirs and it ma- narratively feels mm-hmm. like a bit more of an end to something. But mm-hmm. also that's the thing that Logan wanted. And I would not be surprised if ultimately the thing that Logan wanted ends up being destroyed by his idiot children as well. So I don't know. I can see it going either <laughs> way there. You know, yeah. it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's going to be interesting. Who do we think the very, very last shot of the very last episode is going to be of or if of anyone? Like if you were to make a random prediction, Anna, of what will be our last shot of the series? Mondale. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, there is something that's just come to mind. And Succession has never done this. So I think it would be bold Mm. and kind of a a weird swerve. Mm. What if we get a... Maybe Godfather style. What if we get a a flashback? What if we get a shot of Logan and the kids together mm. in a rare kind of positive or still kind of hopeful moment? I mean, that would be great. That would definitely feel like an ending, wouldn't it? Um, I wonder. What if we get the first moment when Logan plants the seed of succession in their heads? Especially Kendall's. Well, yeah, that's a really good question because the other thing I was thinking is, will we see Brian Cox in this final episode as well, I wonder? You know, in some mm. kind of flashback form. It's going to mm. be interesting to see. But I I would lean towards Kendall being the last person we see on this show in some form or another. Okay. But that I don't know. Sense. A sad little sense. Kendall face is what I imagine we're going to see at the end of this show <laughs> in some context or other. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Um, okay. Or maybe Connor, Connor and Willa. <laughs> I, 
I love that if we get a flash forward, um, we see Connor and Willa doing little experimental plays <laughs> that Willa writes and Connor directs and gets all aggressive yeah. and controlly about doing them in their little estate yeah. and just inviting their their weird friends, yeah. weird rich friends to watch The weird it. people. Yes. Connor and Willa living in like Slovenia now. Yes. Willa doing weird um, conceptual theatre in Eastern Europe somewhere. <laughs> like I absolutely, see. I can see this for them. And to be honest, it does not sound terrible so best of luck to them good for them good for them and do you think we're going to get much of the rest of our cast are we going to see a lot of jerry frank carl or do you think we're sort of done with them now no i think they need um i think they will pop up I think there's definitely unresolved business with Carl because yeah. remember the whole like will you stand with Roman will you stand with Kendall um they they will need to be involved there I mean they need to be involved for the sale of Waystar so we'll definitely see them and I think perhaps perhaps there might be a final encounter between Roman and Jerry agreed agreed yeah well, there yeah. we go. Anything else you want to mention or predict before we wrap up, Anna? Well, one person we have not mentioned is Jess. Oh, Jess. Yeah. So I think, uh, I mean, good for her to have quit yeah. um, Waystar. But I do think that will pop up again. That's interesting. Yeah. I think I think that will, you know, she will pop up as either kind of being outside of Waystar or kind of, you know, on her last day or something or have another interaction with Greg, which, you know, in hindsight, looking at that interaction is very, is very intriguing. And I wonder if we might get a repeat of that, depending on where, for instance, Greg ends up, because in that, in that interaction in episode eight, mm. There is Jess's concern for the large scale implications of that decision of what has just transpired at the ATN offices. And Greg is more like, oh, where does that leave me? Where does that leave my position? And I think kind of I can see, you know, a scene that is more like mirroring that one. But, you know, Greg is on his way up and Jess is on her way out. And isn't that absolutely unfair and also deeply representative of the world that we live in? You know, everyone can look forward to, if you tune into our live stream on Monday, seeing Anna's face, having having (laughs) just watched Greg rise to CEO. Listen, I, there's one thing people should know about me. I have do not, for my sins, have a poker face. So, like, the amount of seething that will be going on about Gregory fucking Hirsch will be worth the yep. time of tuning into our live yep. stream. Yep. <laughs> yep. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, that's it. So, join us on Monday if you can. For a live stream, we'll be streaming on YouTube at 8pm UK time, that's British summer time, to discuss in spoilerific detail everything that happens in that finale. Um, and it will be great to have uh, people watch along and join in the discussion, right? So we will post in the show notes, hopefully, a link in advance to that. And we'll also uh, post about it on all our socials, right? So, uh, Anna, let people know where they can find you on the socials and more of your work. So, first of all, you can find me at the, at the Succession finale event at the BFI South Bank on Sunday yes. evening. And if you're a listener, do say hi. I love it. I want to talk about Succession with people. 
I bumped into someone I knew in Cannes and she said that she listened to the episode to the podcast and oh. we spent an hour talking about succession so yes. absolutely love that love and it. yeah say hi I'm yeah I'm very excited for it so you can find me there you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Anna B. Demented where I post everything that I'm writing and podcasts that I'm doing you can pre-order my book Unlikable Female Characters The Women Pop Culture Wants You to Hate which talks a lot about Siobhan and other other characters of her ilk and that's coming out on the 9th of June in the UK and pre-orders are very important so do that do do that if you're so inclined and you can also find my horror film history podcast The Final Girls wherever you find your shows and Mike and I have done a whole bevy of other horror related shows together with equally inaccurate predictions as we've discussed <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you can also find me on all the socials I'm at the movie Mike and actually funnily enough I went to a um screening event i host screening events with my podcast the evolution of horror and i went to one in birmingham met some lovely people last week and again and someone came up to me and was like they were like i'm a big fan of your podcast and blah 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 and thanks for putting on this uh, event but actually i really 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 want to talk to you about succession and i love the succession <laughs> easters and then as you mentioned there we had like a good long half hour discussion of succession i love um, it so i um, love love finding these succession easter listeners and these succession fans in the wild as well it's the best the succession easters in the wild yeah exactly <laughs> that's what we'll call our live stream i love um, it and uh, <laughs> but yeah you can find all of my stuff on twitter and my uh, horror history podcast the evolution of horror wherever you get your podcasts that's it for now join us again in a few days time for the final episode of the succession easters the succession easters (laughs) (laughs) fuck off